Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hello, Holly. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm going to force you to find a way to watch The Lost City at some point in the next couple of weeks because I need okay. to talk to you about it so okay. badly. Okay, okay. It's the Sandra Bullock, uh, Channing Tatum movie. Oh, and I is it the romantic go- comedy? Yeah, it's a romantic comedy and she's a romance author Aww. and he's the model, the cover model from her like most successful series. And she gets kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe's character, who's so fucking funny in it. I love and Daniel Radcliffe post she, Harry Potter. Let's just... Oh my god, yeah, he makes really good choices because this is an incredible role for him. He's very, very funny. Um, and then Channing Tatum's character feels like he has to go save Sandra Bullock's character. Aww. That's kind of the setup for the, the book. Gist. Uh-huh. It is delightful. Okay. I laughed. So many times. Good. Like very, very many times. Okay, okay. And I've been worried because it's only in theaters. I mean legally only in theaters. Right, right. I I don't think it's only well, sometimes they like release movies here earlier on like streaming services. Oh, true, than the because States. it's harder to do in- yeah. international distribution stuff for theaters. Right. Anyway, if find a way to watch it because okay. I braved the movie theater. I was really stressed out about it because it's you know tight quarters inside. It's right, completely right. insane to go see a movie. Um, but my movie theater has reserved seats, and oh, so good. I reserved a seat. Well, it's a very long story that's super boring, but basically <laughs> I reserved three different seats, and then it kept filling up around me, and so I kept canceling those seats and finding different seats. But ultimately, oh I ended up in a row completely by myself because people oh. forget that the handicapped seats or the handicapped accessible seats right. are available to book. They just right. might ask you to move if somebody who needs them mm-hmm. is there. Right, right. So nobody booked in that row at all. So I ended up in a completely empty row. Which oh, was that's so nice. I, I was really far away from people, which made me right. feel better in my brain. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still feel like it was worth it now that oh, I know that I yay. didn't get COVID from seeing the movie. It was right, so right. fucking funny. I was alone uh-huh. by myself yeah. cracking up. There were oh. like people around me and uh-huh. I was like enjoying it so much that I wasn't even self-conscious of me like laughing my ass off oh, in good. the theater as a solo person by herself <laughs> yeah oh that's good yay it's just like campy and uh-huh. silly and short it's like an hour and 30 oh minutes good because everyone's been talking about length. batman and yeah. like three hours and i'm like i do not have this attention we talked about this no. last week I don't have this attention span after the pandemic. Like, no. I don't Dur- watch I movies. I mean, at any point in my life, a three-hour movie was hard. I yes. remember insisting on going to see all the Lord of the Rings movies in theaters uh-huh. on opening night. And still, even though I was obsessed and so excited, being like, this is so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they exactly. need to bring back intermissions is the reason. Yes, if something's over true. two and a half hours, there needs to be an intermission. Yeah, yeah. Or just, just ten release minutes. it as a, as a miniseries. Seriously. It's nuts. But anyway, it this is. does not have this problem. It is short. Okay, it is sweet. It never drags. The pacing Just was like incredible. any good romance novel. Exactly. It's short, sweet, never drags. It's good. Never drags. There was Delightful. emotional development on everyone's part, except Yay. for, <laughs> except for uh, Dan Radcliffe. <laughs> but he's the villain, so we're not right, expecting so growth from him anyway. Exactly. Right. It was just, there were all these cameos that were really fun. It was just like really really fantastic okay so i want good. everyone to watch it so i have more people Yay. to go about it with okay i feel okay. like i've been slowly trying to force people to it i think i'm gonna go see it a second time in theaters because yeah. i want nathan to see it so badly oh that'll be fun right he loves a rom-com and channing tatum is a great comedic actor and like i know there's been dissertations about the rom-com and how like comedians have ruined the rom-com and things like that because they keep like you know casting themselves i just yeah. would love i would just love 
actors like this to just do rom-coms. Right. And like, you don't know what? involve the comedians. Sandra Bullock still totally has got it in terms oh, of yeah. being a rom-com ingenue. She was so adorable and charming. Mm-hmm. There's like all of these jokes about how inappropriate her outfit is for all of it, which is like mm-hmm. something that they often do in like adventures yeah. or whatever, where the woman's like, she's literally wearing like a pink, pink sequined jumpsuit for most of the movie. <laughs> it's just so... Yeah. It was just so delightful. So everyone should watch it. It's super lighthearted. Hopefully it'll start streaming somewhere soon. I mean, I think they're only so. doing a theatrical release, but in 2022, that seems bananas. Yes. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can do a theatrical release for like two or three weeks and then release it right. on digitally. Like, right. Cause now they know, I mean, they must have data showing that yeah. re- doing the simultaneous releases still makes people watch stuff at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems silly. And yes, it was beautiful. And watching it on a huge screen was pretty because it has all these like sweeping Mm -hmm. views of this island that they're all on for the lost city. But still, it was just like I would watch it a thousand times if I could access it in my own home. (laughs) Yes, exactly. 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 I would have watched it twice since then. (laughs) I'll see if it's on any in any theaters here. And if not, I will wait until it's streaming. Perfect. And yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe is like so funny. He's such a great comedic he's actor. Really too. Funny. He's, he's really funny. He's really funny. He's really funny. And both I he and Elijah Wood to me like have very similar, funny very senses of humor. Like not even like like their face are the same, but their acting and how they can be you know, very funny at the same in the same way. So yeah, I totally. Really like I love them both. Oh man. Anyway, so find something fun to watch. <laughs> we don't need to be slogging yes, through shall. anything anymore, <laughs> especially exactly. when it's just an hour and a half long. Yes, yes. All right, it's your turn to pick a card for the day. Okay, let's see. I'm currently a using card Sawyer's... for the episode. <laughs> card for the episode. I'm currently using Saw uh, Sawyer's Tarot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because it was the closest to me. Two. Yeah, perfect. Three, that works. Five, six, seven. Our card for the episode is the Four of Pentacles. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's conserving. So pretty. so pretty. Jamie really did something great with that deck. Yeah, I really She's love it. She's got a lot going. Actually, no, we could do this in announcements. Or do you want to oh. do all the hyping up our friends? Yes, let's do the hyping up our right friends now. now. Okay. Right. Uh, Logan has a Kickstarter happening very, very soon. Very soon. Like in the next couple weeks. So if you're at all interested in role-playing games or even just Lenormand. Lenormand or Logan as a person. Yeah. He's got beautiful hair. He's funny and charming and wonderful. Uh, and we love him so much. You should follow Cards Made Mirror on... Uh, Larks, Larks and Legends. Larks and meaning. Legends. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I still will always think of you in that way. Even I know. I know that's, that that's not what you go by. Larks and Legend. Legends. Lark and Legend? <laughs> Hold on. Let's look this up. Sorry, like, Logan. <laughs> all right. What's plural, Logan? Which one's plural? Which one is plural? Are none of them plural? Lark, Lark and Legends? Lark and Legend. None of them are plural. None of plural. Oh, Logan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go follow Lark and Legend. The uh, Lenorical. <laughs> I guess it's really a Lenormand, but also uh, role-playing. Yeah, it's a, like, like a role-playing deck. Yeah. Yeah. Is being kickstarted really soon. 
Yeah. Uh, on the 12th. So that's yes. when. In like, next week. Yeah. This Probably episode about will, says will happen. Release. Yeah. That, right about right when this at is that being same released. time. Yeah. Also, Claire, which we've talked about before, is re-releasing the Compendium of Constellations with uh, keywords on the cards, which was a fan favorite. And that yes. is available for pre-order already. So you should yes. already be pre-ordering that. Um, there, it's such a good deck, and it's also like thirty three dollars. I don't, I, know. I don't know how she's making any money on this. I have no idea. And also, there's been like a there. It's like the new cards themselves. Like she's restyled the so cards. Good. They're they're yeah. still there, and like the there's a two piece box now. So yeah, <laughs> worth it. Which she was has been so resistant to for such a long time, but is definitely worth it. But we can and then her arm. our friend Jamie is also like releasing stuff like a freaking loon like just yeah. all the time new deck after new deck i've never seen a more pre- prodigious creator prodigious is that the yes. word that i'm looking prodigious. for prodigious productive yeah what did she tell us this morning she had just put up on her website she was putting up tiles for her um what is it called the the dolls the nesting dolls nesting the tiles nesting dolls. oh yeah and she'll be releasing that as a deck later on this year, but right now it's just as in tile form. Yeah, but she's gotten really into Linocut or like stamp yes. making. And so I guess that's it's just Linocut. Stamp making yeah. is a separate whole thing. But she has a new Oracle deck that is, or a new Lenormand and Oracle mm-hmm. deck that is done in that style. And then she created this whole nesting doll, like Matroshki sort of style deck that is yeah. going to be really, really cool. Um, so you should be following her if you're not. I mean, I'd be shocked if anyone listened to this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Her, but there's a lot of cool creative stuff that's going on right now. And I think that we might as well take a time, little tiny yeah. moment to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Hype up those people who are like creatives and are good creatives and are produced, not only producing things, but like the quality is always good and the meaning behind of them. is always right. And those three people also happen to be like beloved friends. Beloved friends too. So we get to use the nepotism card to be like, (laughs) yes, you should look at their stuff. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why not? Exactly. Might as well. All right. So for our first question of the episode is from Ginny. And she says, I've always loved to write, but as a young adult, I focused on my career instead. Now that I'm middle-aged though, I've been drawn to writing again. And I'm finding that I don't have enough time to explore the craft seriously and learn to do it well while still working my day job. My question is, how can I figure out whether I should devote a significant time and effort to writing or whether to consider it a hobby to simply dabble in? What sort of questions should I ask and what do the cards suggest? So maybe we should brainstorm first about what sort of questions Questions Jenny should be asking when she's doing this. So with any sort of thing where it's like reprioritizing stuff or I guess mm-hmm. reevaluating priorities is the better way to phrase that. Yeah. That's kind of like what this narrows down to. So when you're thinking about questions that you want to ask the cards, you're thinking about questions that will bring out what should be prioritized over what other responsibility. Right. Yeah. So maybe a good question would be like I guess this is too yes or no, but like more or less attention to writing, more or less attention to full-time day job, more or less, you know, that sort of thing. But that might be too, like, black and white. Part of me doesn't have, feel like I have enough information. 
because is she trying to create this hobby into a like paying publishing job yeah and trying to transition to this as a publishing job and so she's kind of dancing around the fact that she's would like to not spend as much time at her job and switch to that totally so i for me it has that tone but but I think because we know so many authors who work full time jobs and also write. write. Yeah. We know some people who just write, or not just write, but who writing is their primary gig. But we also know a lot of authors, especially if you're doing fiction. Yeah. A lot of authors where they're also lawyers or also professors or Mm -hmm. also whatever and also writing. Right, right. Um, and so I don't want you to limit yourself, Jenny, by feeling like you don't have enough time to explore the craft seriously because you totally, you absolutely right. It's, it's kind of, I, I kind of go back to like, you make time for what's important to you. Right. Like, you know, and it's like, I know that there's always like some hours in the day that you cannot, like if you have children and you know, you have to spend time, pets or things, there are certain things that you can't, but then. You, you, there are opportunities where you can make time with, you know, that's where you're, it is focus time for your craft, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. Because I think that there is something to be said about like learning the technical skills of writing being almost mm-hmm. secondary to just right. actually writing. Actually writing, exactly. Right. Because the technical skill stuff or the craft of writing stuff is something that you will gather through experiences as well. Mm-hmm. And I know for both of us who have, we've written a book and both of us have together and separate plans to hopefully write more. Yeah. Um, The hardest thing is just to allow yourself to write. Like I definitely feel like I'm kind of going through this now where I have all of these percolating ideas Yeah. and nothing is getting written down. And it's partially because my brain is like, you don't know how to write fiction. Yeah. But I've read so much fiction. So much fiction. And I took so many creative writing classes in high school and college. Like, I do know how to write fiction, but I'm just not prioritizing my time to Mm -hmm. actually write rather than just thinking about writing. Yeah. And some of it, it's just also giving yourself a daily word goal. Like, even if it's not 1,000 words a day, like most famous authors are like, yeah, my, you know, like Neil Gaiman and other authors are like, you know, 1,000 words a day are their goal. Yeah. And they're producing like a book every three months. Yeah. Your word count a day can be 200 words and that's still valid. Right. You know, or 100, you, like you could just write a couple of tweets and have yeah, that be exactly. enough as long <laughs> exactly. as it's helping you write. Exactly. So I think that that's all a really good point. So in terms of like what tarot can help with, with this, I feel like, like reprioritizing, Maybe pulling cards for like, how can I prioritize get writing? Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I prioritize writing? How can I get started? Mm-hmm. How can I, I guess, even break through the barriers preventing me from getting started? Yeah, that sort of stuff might help more than being like, should I be looking at quitting my full time job so I can right, write. right, right. And this, and it may just be how I'm reading things, but that's just kind of what was a question that I had that it was we have a little bit of information but not a lot of information because yeah so I, well, I like and I also just think like with. getting involved with sort of like writer Twitter mm-hmm. even if you're not a writer yeah is helpful because it really does remind you that like most people are writing in addition to doing a bunch of other yes. stuff also like exactly it would be completely unattainable if everyone had to be able to 
stop doing all of their other responsibilities mm-hmm. in order to write. There would just yes. would only be very few writers, but we know that that's not true. We know that there are, mm-hmm. you know, are basically hundreds of thousands of people who write. Exactly. Exactly. And some of them get really famous and some of them are genre fiction writers who get really famous in their genre and still. Work. And some of them are fan fiction writers that bring joy to millions of people Tons through of people. their fan fiction. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's all valid. Right. Exactly. So, but to pull some cards for Jenny. So Jenny, you should be thinking in terms of what can I do to break through blocks about writing Mm -hmm. rather than like, you know, why is this standing in my way sort of thing? But I think Mm -hmm. that we can start by pulling cards for just like how Jenny can break through some mental blocks surrounding like being prepared and I'm using air. Yeah. Prepared. Only Esther can see them. Yeah. Being prepared (laughs) enough to start writing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So how Jenny can break through the mental blocks about preparedness. Yeah. And I'm using, I switched to, what is this deck called? I don't know because it's not in the box and Uh it looks like, it looks like tit on the, (laughs) It's oh, the tiny tarot. Tiny tarot, but it looks like tit every time teeny, I see tiny it. Tiny tiny tarot, yeah. Tiny tarot, and it looks like tit. It is. I think that's on feel, purpose. I feel like it is, and I love it so much. Like, I love it too. Holly <laughs> Oddly, you are hilarious. It is hysterical. Yeah, the teeny tiny tarot, and the second T is upside down, so it definitely yes. looks like it so looks like tit. tit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how Jenny can break through these blocks. I pulled three just because it seemed like it needed to happen. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm not stopping you. You're like, get a grip, Holly. <laughs> I only pulled two per usual of our agreement. So, well, yeah. So my, my <laughs> third one is kind of actiony. I feel like the first two were sort of like explaining the blocks oh, and the okay. third one was breaking through it. So what did oh, okay. you get for your two cards? I got the page of pentacles and strength as my okay. two. And my third card is the Page of Swords, which I want to start oh. with because you also got a page. But yeah. the other two cards that I have this instinct of being more about what the blockage actually is, is the Five of Swords and the Four of Pentacles. Oh, okay. So okay. I feel like the block is coming from a place of like looking at what others are doing and feeling mm-hmm. a little bit protective of your stuff and a little bit jealous of other people's writings. Right, yeah. So you don't want to sort of like put yourself in a vulnerable position. So you're kind of like a little jealous, a little bit protective, a little bit like controlling about your ideas and like how you perceive your gift to Mm -hmm. the writing community or your gift to people who might be potential readers. What was your second card besides the page of pentacles? Strength. Okay. So yeah, I think the page of swords, the page of pentacles and strength being the cards about how to break through that is like, to just acknowledge that you're sort of at the very beginning stages of this, but you Mm -hmm. already have established the strength of conviction to know that it's something you can do. Yeah. And so having the swords and the pentacles be your pages is like explore the rational way to do this and explore the thing that actually produces something. Mm -hmm. So the page of pentacles is like, put something into the world, start putting something into the world. And the page of swords is like, like keep thinking through this, like be open mm-hmm. to new ideas, be exploratory and like 
smart about it, but you have to start producing. Yes, yes. That page of pentacles is like plant the seed. You have to actually plant that seed for something to grow back. Yeah. And and of course, I really like the two pages popping up as this With is strength. a new yeah. like thing that's going on because you already have everything within you to do this but it's you right. have to follow through with it first right. to get past that block and with that five of swords to me it also comes across sometimes as self-criticism as well totally and so like because you're looking at other people with that critical eye you're also looking at yourself with that same critical eye as well right and that can right. be just such a big block for you but p like putting one foot in front of the other even if it's small Little steps will make a big difference and produce totally. something in the end. And maybe pull out a page of swords and a page of pentacles and put them on yeah. your computer. Like, remind yeah. yourself that this is something that you're new to. Yeah. And that doing something is the more important part than, like, researching it. Like, right, right. Or, like, looking at what things. other people are doing in the yeah. meantime, like, on Twitter. Like, oh, what's what's this person doing? Because I want to, I want to, you know, self-deprecate myself more while, right. you know, looking at these people that I admire in some way and I'm jealous of. And it's just so unusual for people to get to be full-time writers. Yeah. 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 It's really unusual. And if you think, if you look at somebody like Teresa Reed, the tarot lady, she makes her living doing this, but she produces like two to three books a year. And that's not mm -hmm, sustainable mm -hmm. for most people. Right. That's well, I even think of, of writing like full-time authors. Like, well, I mostly like, think of like Katie Roberts, yeah. you know, where she, but she's producing she's a, a lot of books. Yeah. A lot of books, but also she's, she's talked about those rough times. Right. That it's not been, you know, where she, before she became like the author she is now. Well, and, and now that she's hard. both doing like traditional publishing and self-publishing stuff uh -huh. is different than when she was just doing self-publishing. Exactly. Exactly. Cause we've been following her since pretty early when she was doing her yeah. tarot books. <laughs> Yeah, I know, which books. I keep dreaming she'll eventually go back to, but I think she's moved beyond the spaceship I think so. tarot books. I know. So, so good. Fun. Yeah. Oh, Katie, we loved those so much. <laughs> but yeah, or like Sarah McLean, yeah. we love, or Tessa Dare, yeah. all these romance novelists who we love that do that full time. Mm -hmm. are have been doing it forever and they also and have speaking they gigs they also have lots of yeah. other things going on as well so but putting something into the world is the key exactly and also jenny if you're listening jenny uh our friend jenny swing and sparrow jenny if you're listening to this i'm talking directly to you <laughs> not the jenny that has not asked the jenny question, the question jenny. it just made me think of jenny because it's like you jenny is such an excellent excellent writer and she writes uh -huh. all the time but she doesn't ever or she rarely lets it be something that like is in the world so the writing part is a really really good first step yeah and for jenny or question answer or question asker it's like both like the writing is something you need to start doing but you mm -hmm. also can start looking at the product and i think that's where yeah. the pentacle stuff comes into play exactly like having that that page of pentacles also is like start letting the product the thing you're physically doing be mm -hmm. yeah part of the world too yeah Definitely. And the strength card is so beautiful with two pages because it's really like you might be a novice, but you got this. Right, right. You may feel like you're not as, you know, creatively writing like you used to be, but that's okay. You've got the foundations to yeah. continue forward. And the like fortitude to do it because it's stressful and put it, doing anything creative is stressful. Like think about mm -hmm. how much yeah. we talked about wanting to puke when our book was coming out. Oh, yeah constantly un unbelievable how oh, much yeah. it just made us both like incredibly nauseous to think about because anytime you put something creative that you're working on into the world it's stressful mm -hmm. but 
because you have that strength card, you're going to be okay. It's going to be yes. something that you can do. Um, I, this, I'm interrupting our conversation here. So, yeah. um, because I realized yesterday that it has been like the, like time of year, like almost down to the day that I got my first reading from you, like six oh years God. ago, I think I came across the reading. Esther, I forget what year up. it was now. But yes, well, I think we talked about this in the last episode, though. I know we. I don't think it was the last last episode, but two episodes ago, time I don't, is meaningless. Time is who knows. I think we brought up that. Oh yeah, this is what happens. But it was like literally down to the day the other day, like April second, <sighs> maybe. And we already were like chatting then, but I still do remember. Doing it was that like it was like Facebook oh, community. Esther and I talk all the April second. Yeah, April second, April second, two thousand eighteen. Was I was like, I want to get Holly's attention. How do I get her attention? By getting a reading. <laughs> April 2nd, 2018. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Katie Bonbrook. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's so weird. I sold a lot of <laughs> readings back then. Yeah, you did. Man, I haven't sold a you reading did. in a million years. <laughs> I stopped trying, so, yes. but also that's crazy. Wow, Esther, what a whirlwind yes. it's been. It has. And now oh, it's I'm so glad we found each other. <laughs> oh, me too. It's so good. But anyway, I have thought I should bring that up while I was, I was remembering. Yeah. It, so. Happy friend anniversary. Happy anniversary. Woohoo. Kind of wild that half of this time has been in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and we've only met once and have and one full picture once. together. We have one single picture together and we have a full blown longstanding podcast together and <laughs> talk oh. constantly, literally all the time. Yeah. Who yeah. says that online friendships are as real as in in person? Boomers, really. Yeah, I mean, boomers. <laughs> just boomers, boomers say that. All right. The second question. Actually, do we even have time for a second question? What? 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 What's our? We've been recording twenty six like... minutes. It says twenty six minutes. Online. Okay, we'll do a second question. Okay. All right. So our second question is from Stassi, and Stassi says, "I've been in a good but bad housing situation. I'm currently renting a room in a house, and my landlord is mostly fine, but my current roommate is her son. I just found out that he'll be moving out. Yay! But the house will be changed to being managed by a management company." The landlord has said she will let them know I will be allowed to keep my kitty since we've been in this location for a few years now with no issue. It sounds like the management company is going to be increasing rent quite a bit. Well, in some ways, it'll be nicer to have someone a little bit more proactive when issues arise with the house and I can help choose my next roommate. I'm nervous about the situation. I've tried a couple of different spreads I found to help me make a decision to stay or move on, but I'm having trouble focusing and my cards are all over the place. Any guidance you and the cards would have for me would be greatly appreciated. And if you would like kitty details, since yes. I know you're both animal lovers, which, yes, thank you very much. Uh, you read our minds, Stassi. She's a 21-year-old Russian blue tabby mix. And oh I've had her gosh. since she was weeks old. Oh, my god! Her name is Cheese, and Cheese? she's a talker and loves to yell oh, at me. Good for you, Cheese. 21? 21, and she loves to yell. We love oh. a good yeller. Cheese? We love you. Sweet baby. I would love a picture of Cheese Stassi. Yes, if you're in our please. Facebook group, please, please, please. Or just cheese. or just email or just one to us, us at wallettoyoutpodcast yeah, exactly. at gmail.com. We will take it any form. We will take it I in pigeons flying them to cat. us. I know. She's a sweet baby. Oh, I'm sure she's adorable. I'm sure. 
All right. So that's a really good question because okay. when you're in a living yeah. situation, you're like, what am I supposed to do? And there's nope. so yep. much stakes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. thankfully, this question only came in about a week ago. So we're okay. not even super yeah. far behind Yay. In, the, in the framework of everything. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. So we, should we just do a traditional should she stay or should yeah. she go kind of yeah, situation? Cause I think th- yeah, because I think that the spread that she created was fine, Perfect. but just yeah. the cards that come out are a bit conflicted a because close. you're emotional to it. Exactly, so yeah. exactly. All right, I'm only going to pull two cards for this, Esther. <laughs> she doesn't believe me. <laughs> I think that all of a sudden, it's like four cards will fly out <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Did I lie? You just did that to me on purpose, ma'am. <laughs> Where did that card even go? Oh, it's down here. Hold on. I have uh. to stand up to get it. It's a thousand feet from me. <laughs> Only one flew out, but okay. it was the seven of cups. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the, your deck is being sassy. That's My all. My deck I'm... is being like, oh, you think you only want one card? I bet you want more to choose from than that, you bitch. <laughs> no, I'll give deck. you seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, should Stassi stay Stassi in her stay. current place? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well. What did you get? The Ten of Swords and the High Priestess. Oh, I got the King of Swords and the Two of Cups. Oh. So I feel like there's just kind of like... There's going to be a lot of changes. There's The new yes. property management company is going to be way more exhausting to deal with. So you'll have to kind of like look at your priorities and come to terms with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like turn inward and come to terms with stuff if you decide to stay. Yes. Yes. I agree. Like the, while it's, while I think you would find it more kind of home there, like settled there. Cause with the high yeah. priestess being there and the two of cups too and the two of cups like it's already an established like home setting for you but with all the changes going on it would just feel hard for a overbearing while, yeah totally. overbearing yeah i think that having the combination of a king of swords and a ten of swords is like external forces will make you feel really beaten down yeah yeah all right so looking for a new place Oh, now I got the Ten of Swords. <laughs> I got the Ten of Swords in Strength. Oh, I got the Four of Swords and the Four of Cups. Four of Swords and Four of Cups. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe you'll like it. You know, like, I, I don't want to move. this is just a stressful situation yeah. in general. <laughs> in general. Yeah, and I think the Four of Cups is really like, this is not going to be enjoyable for you. Right, exactly. But you'd find a place of rest. Yeah. And finding a sense of strength that maybe you didn't realize you had before. Yeah. And the little, like, having an animal be on the strength part is like, you know, it's a lion, it's a cat. Yeah, yeah. You and your cat together are coming in this position of strength. And you'll be able to find a good spot to rest. Maybe there's something with the four of cups. Maybe there's like an option that you're just not seeing. That's like in, like in front of you. Like maybe you have somebody in your life that's looking for a roommate already or a place that would be a really good fit that like somebody's about to move in, move out of or whatever. Mm -hmm. So maybe look to your immediate circle. This is not Mm going to be something that's like very restful, like very easy. It's going to be an emotional 
difficult thing to move at any point, but um, maybe look to your immediate circle to see if anyone knows of anything that's mm-hmm. kind of like already available that you just didn't know about. Right. And hopefully that will allow you to find a peaceful, restful place for you and beautiful cheese beautiful rather cheese. than kind of like the chaos and domineeringness of mm-hmm. the new management company. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Unless you feel up for putting up with the domineering management company because you got the two of cups for that too. So yeah. It Cause feel... the two of cups, you may find a good roommate if yeah. you stayed. So I think it's just about deciding if you'd be open to having somebody who might be way more controlling. Mm-hmm. Because when it's just some lady who's your landlord, it's a really different experience different. than when it's a management company. Exactly. Like right. I've d- I've done both, and renting from some person is easier because they're humans that you can appeal yeah. to. Exactly. And renting from a company, there's like policies and procedures, and there's a right. lot less flexibility. So, if that's the way you want to frame it, is like, is it better for you to? Either way is going to be stressful because you got the ten of swords both times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Either way, it's going to be exhausting, but is it more something you can put up with if you have to deal with a domineering new landlord situation? Or mm-hmm. is it more something you can put up with if you have to sort of like look amongst your immediate community and try to fr- find strength? Find something. There. Either yeah. way, it's going to be tiring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Good luck, Saucy and Cheese. Yes, good luck, Cheese. Oh, That's Pacey great babies. because my pet's name is Mac. Oh. Maybe yeah, I can. God, if I weren't so fucking allergic to cats, I would for sure no, get a cat need, named Cheese. You just need like an another dog named Cheese, like a another short dog named, dog named Cheese. What about so like, it's like a Big Mac and Cheese? Big Mac and little Cheese. <laughs> so I don't sweet. know if she'd like that very much. <laughs> Mac is like her. a one a one human person. She's kind like of a, yeah. She's one kind of a one dog, dog. household kind of dog. <laughs> I have fantasies about her cuddling on the couch with my friend Sarah's dog, who's the same. They play really well, except for if there are toys involved. She's a little bit resource guardy about toys. Yeah, that's Um, that's a but I have fantasies about them cuddling on the couch together. Dooney and Kamja keep getting really close. And really close. So you sent a picture of them so close to cuddling. So close together, and I'm like, guys, you're almost there. Just be just against each other. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just like Guillermo and Nandor. Like, just yeah. kiss already. Just kiss. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was something like, you know, romance readers really ruin all other media for themselves because no matter what it is, they're just yelling at characters to <laughs> mash bits together. Just, just make, just mash faces together. You'll make it better. Like, It'll be so much better. Kiss. Yes. Just kiss. <laughs> Anyway, awesome. Well, good luck, yeah. Stassi, and keep us updated about the cat, too. Yes, because please we're obsessed. do. Good yes, job, Cheese. Yeah. All right. So now we have some, we already did all of our announcements. We <laughs> did. We just got too excited. But we, we do did. have Patreon thank yous. Yes, thank you, patrons. Thank you, Patreon. So we always really appreciate it when people support us on Patreon. It makes a big difference in our lives. And yes. our first thank you is to Melissa. And Melissa, your card is justice oh that's oh fun. okay and the second patreon shout out goes to candace four five six seven i go second and i have no idea where i'm doing anymore <laughs> i uh, and for candace the four of pentacles again comes out what is this episode with the four of pentacles that's the uh, third time it's come out this episode that's wild but, and this is a, a different deck because I, I'm using you the unicorn. You did switch to unicorn tarot. I did. 
because it's my first indie deck and it reminds me of Holly. So, Esther. Oh yeah, because the first reading I did for you was that lo- unicorn. Love your unicorn spread. self. Yeah, that's still up on my Instagram. If anyone needs a little pep talk, you don't have yeah, to use a the nice... unicorn deck to do it. You can if you want to be fancy. Like you me. can if you want to, but you can use it. Love your unicorn you, self. Oh, man, what a wild world. You can. All right. So this so week good. we are reviewing the Meraki Tarot. Merakai Tarot. I know that when I, we were originally planning thought... on doing this in June, I looked up how to pronounce it. Let me try again. <laughs> Let's see what ye old Google says. Uh, yeah. Because I, it's a Greek word. The... Yeah. Oh, okay. So I am not the person to ask. Ask your ancestors. What are your ancestors? What do you feel like your ancestors is telling you? <laughs> Greek pronunciation. Merakai? That's how I would probably do it. But Okay, this is I... how you... Meraiki. Meraiki. Can you hear that? Yes. Meraiki. We'll just say Meraiki. Meraiki. Okay. Good. Good. Love it. Uh, so the Mariki Tarot is from Carrie Snook of Bouchette Design. We were originally going to do this as episode 121, which was in June of 2021. I think so. Um, but it was almost immediately out of stock. It had been a Kickstarter. It was really popular. And she sent Carrie, the sweet angel sent us copies. And then the minute that we were going to review it, it was out of stock, but she is about to Kickstarter the second edition. Yay! Um, and so we thought this would be a perfect time to review the first one. And then I also messaged her on Instagram and she gave me a list of the changes that were happening for the Yay. Kickstarter. Yay, excellent. So we can talk about that also. Cool, cool, cool. But Carrie is an interior designer and an artist who lives in Washington State. She has a passion for art, illustration, and all things metaphysical. And this was the first deck that she created. Since then, she's also uh, done a Kickstarter for her second deck, which was called Radiant Crystal Cards. Um, And that was Kickstarter last year. Super pretty. So the deck was originally Kickstartered in... uh, I should just check. I think it was 2021. August yes. of 2020. 2021, it would be if we were going to do the review. Oh, yeah. It would have had to be August of 2020. Yeah. No, August of 2020. Yeah, It was kickstarted oh, in yeah, August yeah. 2020. We were supposed to do this in June of 2021. Yeah. All right. So in August of 2020, this was a Kickstarter. Um, and she was posting all the leftovers on the on her website, which is why this kind of got tricky because we missed yes. it. Yes, yes, um, yes. But Mareki is a Greek word that roughly translates to passion or more specifically something that you're doing with a lot of soul. And this is what she says about the deck. The Mareki tarot is inspired by the magic of nature and animals and is a whimsical look into the world around us. It is intended to speak to the passion we all have shining within us as the best versions of ourselves. The messages of the tarot are simply a guide that allows us to become aware of what was previously unknown so that way we, we may meet what what hello holly <laughs> you okay so that we may move forward in the most successful way this deck has been illustrated by hand in a digital environment utilizing the various artistic techniques within today's software and hardware when starting working on this project it was important that this deck could be picked up and used by everyone and of all ages and this is a quote from her I work to design each image to not only represent the foundation of that card's intrinsic meetings, but also to draw us into the graphic messages the cards have to offer. The colors are balanced and full of life, creating a mood, a sense of space, and an intuitive journey. Each card is laid out next to another, and any standard or personal configuration tells a beautiful or, and vibrant story 
that will draw in imagination and put out expanded thoughts and ways of approaching all life situations. Um, and then she talks about her borders. Um, and so the goal was to infuse Carrie's love of working with crystals into the major arcana. So each major has a crystal association, which is seen on the bottom left of the card, allowing for a deeper dive into the healing and energy characteristics of the archetype of both the card and the crystal. Um, there's also informational cards that come with it, two mm -hmm. of which are crystal references for the major arcana. And um, this is why I love Carrie. She is yes. so complete in the way that she writes stuff. But she says, though I started my tarot journey using Toth methodology, I love the layout and rhythm of the Rider Wade Smith decks. I have based the Mareiki tarot on the RWS format and added the Mareiki card to the major arcana, along with five informational cards for references. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is 74 cards. 78 of them are traditional cards. There's also the 84 cards. Name. You said yeah. 74 cards. That's that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> she took out four cards. No, I'm just kidding. 84 <laughs> cards, 78 traditional cards, the Mareki bonus major, and then some informational cards. It's 850 GSM. This is a fantastic 350 GSM. You said 850 what GSM. What is wrong with my brain? Esther, are you okay? I think I'm okay. It's like a it's like a nice thin rose petal. It's a nice thin rose petal. It's my favorite kind of rose petal. If it's gonna be rose petal, it's thin. It's a little silkyish. And the card stock nice for the second edition will be the go same. Through. So this is her update okay. about what all the second edition stuff says. So the second edition will have no borders. The card oh, backs good. are okay. fully redesigned, which I'm excited to see. Mm -hmm. She's fully re-illustrated seven cards within the deck, and she's gone through all of the cards to make a little tiny update to almost all of them. Uh, some changes are super minor, and others have pretty noticeable differences. And she's also added two new oracle cards within the deck, which are reclusive and expansive. Love that. Okay. I love yeah. an expansive card. There's also going to be a workbook uh, that will take through take us through each card of the deck while also incorporating crystal work associated with the radiant crystal cards to kind of create that link with her other mm -hmm. deck the card stock and soft finish will be the same and that's it yeah the kickstarter Good. itself goes live on i believe the 18th at 9 a.m our my time pacific time yes 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 April 18th is also my dad's birthday. He's turning 65. Oh, okay. He will not get this deck for that, though, because I've already gotten him a deck this year, and I don't know how much <laughs> it actually reads tarot. <laughs> <laughs> I can never tell if me buying my father tarot decks is just something for me or the something actually for him. The new backs are really pretty, FYI. Oh, are they? The old yes. backs were really pretty. So the old backs awesome. are so pretty. The, the new backs are more vibrant. They have more bit more color to them. Ooh. So I'm excited. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you look at her Instagram, you can see them. The new decks are basically a zoomed in version of some of the same flowers yes. as the old ones. Mm -hmm. um, but man, that's beautiful. There's like a crescent moon surrounded by some really gorgeous thistles. And also like. the lack of borders makes a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. In my opinion. As always, we love a, a non-border deck. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start with our level of reader that this is appropriate for uh i think a beginner would be a little challenged by this 
Yeah. But mostly because of the association she has with it. So it's a lot of information to learn and consume. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, so totally. I, but I don't think that it's totally, like, unfathomable for a beginner to use this deck. But just the amount of detail that went in, that Carrie put into this deck and the thoughts that went into this deck, I think, um, would be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, so Ares is, you know, this and the ruler of the house is this icon, things like that. So it's just a lot of information. Yeah. I think if you're brand okay. brand new and very into animals, this could yeah. be a really good transition deck from like true beginner to more of mm-hmm. an intermediate beginner. Yeah. Especially if you like animals. In some ways it can feel a little bit like Pacific Northwest tarot and that yes. all of the animals are like very specifically chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so, so adorable. Uh, But yeah, I think it's kind of probably a little bit more advanced than true beginner. But if you're somebody who really likes animals and wants to dig deeper into associations, it's a good Mm -hmm. way to do that because she does make it pretty clear. Like you don't have to remember that I can't, I don't even, I'm so bad at associations that I can't even. Cancer is a chariot or whatever, you know, you don't need. Yeah. Or the Hierophant (laughs) is Taurus or whatever, because it's listed there on the card. So it's a little bit easier to like, remember what means what basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is mostly animal-based. Yeah, it's very so animal-nature-ish. Yeah, animal right. nature. Scenic depictions, like, you know, there's a hot air balloon with letters flying out of it as a page of swords with with pigeons. So it's yeah. not even sometimes, like, actual nature. It's just, like, scenes in nature. Yeah, very scenic. Um, because of that, there's not a ton of representation just because it's mostly animals. Yeah. Um, there aren't really any name changes in the major arcana. There are those additional cards, um, but not any name changes within the major arcana. Mm -hmm. And the deck itself feels really playful to me. Like it's very sweet, uh, a little bit whimsical because of all the animals in situations, but also the colors are just a really good balance of like pastels and then vibrancy so a lot of she does a lot of playing with sort of lights and darks Mm -hmm. and it's just really really effective yes yes it's very soft yeah i feel and not only like textually like yeah it is also textually very soft (laughs) (laughs) but just uh the feeling of the the painting style that that she did uh digitally is also very soft and kind of hazy, I guess, like a dream. Yeah, sort of. very. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant by whimsical. It's like yeah. dreamlike. Yeah, dreamlike. Yeah. All right. I want to hear about your favorite cards. Okay. I only chose a few today. So I will start with, hmm, let's see. I don't think I have any. Ma- oh, I have one major and that's Justice here i love oh. this justice card because yeah, that's the colors are like more jewel toned than other mm-hmm. cards in the deck and so it signs out but also it's like there's like this lotus motif i was gonna say card. the lotus is so your it's like very tattoo lotus yeah it does <laughs> look really kind of like a that. tattoo yeah that would and be so, a great I, tattoo and i like just the the equilibrium feeling like the the actual balance of mirrored i guess it kind of looks like on there um yeah so that helps so with justice the balance it does stuff. yeah i also really love the nine of pentacles and how the fox looks really pleased at itself wrapped in oh. this little snuggly blanket and it's so sweet that is so sweet that looks a little bit like kamja yeah it does i mean 
Yes. Oh, which I found out that there's such a thing as it's technically not called a toy Sheltie, but like people say that Shelties being small like her exist as oh. like a thing, but it's just not I official with the AKC or whatever. Oh, you know, whatever governing body. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, speaking of, she's now at my feet. So, ah, but if you mention her name too much, she'll start barking. Yeah, or she'll you know pop out of the mirror. So, um. <laughs> My next favorite card is the Eight of Wands because this one's like umbrellas and butterflies. And I, I love, love that Eight of storm. Wands. Like it's just like kind of being caught up in the whirlwind of a storm and there's just umbrellas everywhere. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. I love umbrellas just as an item, an everyday item. And the and actionness so, of the yeah. Eight of, of Wands is really well done. It's so well done. So I really enjoyed that sort of whimsical depiction of the Eight of Wands. And probably my favorite card in the deck is the Two of Swords because I love that the the iceberg is used there as like, you know, we only know like the surface of the iceberg, but there's yeah. so much more underneath the surface. And how like in our decision making, we're, there's all something lurking under the surface right. that's kind of impacting our decisions and our choices. So And I with really the Two of like Swords, I feel like it's so much more focused on like turning inward. But I think that yeah. the depth thing is almost like a more helpful visual representation yeah. of that to me. Like it's more depth, not just like inside. It's like yeah. what's actually happening. Exactly. Exactly. So those are my favorites among many. I'm truly shocked you didn't select the nine of cups because it's just a bunch of fish and bubbles. Oh, uh, it was very, very cute. <laughs> but seems... I didn't want to go overboard per usual. So I know I had like a lot of favorites from because I separated it already from the last time we were supposed to record about this deck. Oh, yes. So I was going through it and I had like uh -huh. did I really pull <laughs> 10 favorites for myself. So I tried to narrow it down to a more manageable six just because when you have 10, it's like. 10 OK. <laughs> But a lot of, I mean, they're just, it's just so, I yeah. love the color choices so much. Yes. And it's just like, especially very, the foxes in this, in the oh, deck are just so truly. striking. Truly, truly. Um, so let me just get myself together a little bit. That's okay. Oh, I can't get over that nine of pentacles. That's really adorable. So, so sweet. Uh, because I'm now thinking that even I want to switch a lot of these again. What is wrong with me? Why am I so indecisive? The problem is that I just like this art style so much. So I'm like, yes, that's um, true. Maybe I want, <laughs> do I actually like this more? Also, I think that we already got the clarity and obscurity bonus card. So maybe yes. these were add-ons from the Kickstarter. Originally. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Or maybe they were slightly changed. Yeah. Who knows? But I do love them. All right. So yes, I still have six. I like both of those a lot. The obscurity and the clarity cards are really beautiful yes, both together gorgeous. and separately. They're both a crow on a canoe, basically. Mm -hmm. And the obscurity card, it's like amongst, I guess, some sorts of trees or something that's going into the water that's making it really dark. There's a couple of rays of light and you can kind of see brightness sort of in the direction that the canoe is going into. But the yes. color choices for these like big black and teal and gray trees is really looming. Yes. Like it feels very sort of like claustrophobic in a way where obscurity makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And then contrasted with the clarity card where the crow and the canoe has kind of like possibly gotten out of that situation. And now they're in this wide open part of the water. There's a hummingbird coming to greet it. There's all this greenery, all of these beautiful like sunset yes. colors or sunrise colors 
They're just really, really, really pretty. And I like the addition of two bonus cards that are so specifically about like seeking. Yes, yes. And I think we talked about that when we were discussing reviewing this deck last time, like that we really enjoyed both of those cards specifically. Yeah, totally. Did we actually record an episode? No, we didn't record, but I think we were just talking we about it. We talked about things. it. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because <laughs> I Sounds think we were just like talking us. about the deck of like, oh yeah, I really like it. Sounds like us. All right. And then I have four more cards. I love the four of wands because it's like basically like little cherry blossom branches that's covered in all of these pollinators, a ton of little butterflies Mm. and bees. And you know how I feel about bees being depicted on cards. Yeah. Um, But I also just really like that as a four of wands because there is something so celebratory about when everything starts blossoming. I mean, Mm -hmm. it destroys our sinuses, but it is so beautiful. (laughs) And I've spent a lot of time in the last year thinking about how much energy I've been putting into creating a good pollinating space in my backyard. And every single time I see a huge amount of bees or or a huge amount of butterflies, it feels so victorious yes. in some ways like yes. it feels like this is what the backyard should feel like. exactly exactly i love it um yeah i just am into it oh it makes me so happy all right so then i also really love the six of cups and the six of cups is two dolphins this is so oh, yeah. watercolory like mm-hmm. i would want this as a print and like yeah, bathroom or something. Yeah, it's like very. There's two dolphins in the water, and then above it, there are all of these lotus blossoms mm-hmm. floating on the top, and then all of these beautiful monarch butterflies sort of flitting around. Yeah, and I just think that's a really, really beautiful six of cups. It just feels peaceful and yes. whimsical and childlike or whatever. And one of the one of the dolphins is like very clearly much smaller than the other, mm-hmm. so it has sort of that same level of like nostalgia i guess yes for almost like a place we've never been all right i also love the death card because anything with a big old moth is fantastic yes yes yes, yes. but i also on this card really like all the lanterns Lanterns. hanging in the trees yeah the use of yellow and light in this Mm -hmm. card is amazing it kind of like is this sort of galactic universe background with this beautiful yellow moth and all of these cute little line drawn lanterns hanging in the Mm -hmm. trees and it just, the, like, renewal parts of death feels really strong in this card. Yes. It's just so, it, like, the illumination is really, really soft and beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And then lastly, I also really like the Three of Wands, which is kind of like a from-the-ground view oh, up yes. the center of a copse of trees. There's a owl flying out of it with some, like, branches in its mouth. So there's sort of, like, some planning sorts of vibes with it. But it's also just very, like, let's go mm-hmm. do this. Let's be out in the world. Let's make things happen, which yes. I love in a three of wands. Agreed. So, yeah, so those good. are my faves. I do have a huh card. Well, it's not necessarily yeah. a huh card. Let's hear it. It's the, I and this may be changed in the new edition, but the text is sometimes hard to read. And yeah. because there's not like a standard format for the text as far as like color goes and like so on the high priestess it's kind of black on white and black and so sometimes it's difficult to read yeah so that's kind of like my only like i don't want to say critique but as like just trying to be honest in a review you know, it's, it can sometimes be distracting a little bit. And in looking at the new the cards. I think the addition, yeah, the, it's still like that in the new cards. But I yeah. think the lack of 
border borders makes it so that help. it's a little bit more clear. Yeah. 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 Like and there's so that, less going on. And I tried to see if they like the high priestess card specifically was changed in the recent pictures, but I didn't see it, but it may be something where it has been changed and altered. Um, yeah, I'm so, excited to see the new edition. I'm yeah, definitely going to back it. It's, it's really, so really, the borderless is just makes everything just pop even more. So such a great deck. Awesome. Well, the way that you can find it is to follow um, Bouchette Design. What's her actual handle? Thanks. Let me just spell it out. We'll also link it in the show we'll notes. Have show but, notes, yeah. Um, follow Bouchette Designs on Instagram. Bouchette Design Shop. Sorry. B-O-U-C-H-E-T-T-E Design Shop. And she's going to be Kickstartering like any day now. And you should definitely back it because it is really cool. I'm excited to see what the uh, tarot and crystal, work, crystal I know, workbook. Work, workbook looks yeah. like. I think that'll be really neat. But she's like a great graphic designer. She so is. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. Exciting. Thank Yay. you for sending this to us, Carrie. I'm glad we finally got the chance to talk about it. And I can't wait Me to too. see how well your Kickstarter goes. I know. It's going to be so good. So, so good. Awesome. So that's our show. Don't forget to send us any questions. Also, thank you for your patience with us last week when we did not have a new episode. Um, and don't forget to send us your questions through our website at wildlytarot.com. Also tell your friends about us and rate and review us. As always, it helps us grow with algorithms and stars Feed. and things matter in exactly. a world that we do not understand. So thank you for <laughs> anything that you throw our way. We really appreciate it. Yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for wildly tarot podcast on Facebook. You can also join our discord server and we have merch on in our red bubble shop and all the links for everything possible in the episode are in our show notes. Yes, indeed. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so we much. We do. We love you. <laughs>